Welcome, 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 fam. It's your favorite friend, Agent K. And welcome back to the Imperfectly Perfect, the podcast. Ah, episode 27, (laughs) y'all. But this is one of those episodes that I wish I never have to record. Because you know it's time for me to vent about something that is going on in our world that affects us all. And um, I feel like this is going to be a subject that we're going to end up talking about forever. Until the world of the world (laughs) decides to really treat women better. But before we get into the tea, I do ask you to like and subscribe so that this little podcast can grow and it gives the algorithm a chance to put my little voice out to others. And I do that with pleasing thank you with gratitude. Also, this is a podcast that I do out my pocket. I do not have no corporate sponsorship. I don't um, have any other funds that come my way except for my own. I kind of like that for now, but I need to grow. And I just ask you, if I'm spending the time to record, just spend two seconds to subscribe and just hit the button. That's all. That's all you have to do is hit the button. So let's get into the tea, shall we? Episode 27. Post living in a post Roe versus Wade world. Oh, I'm just letting that soak off of me. It has been several weeks since the Supreme Court has decided that Roe versus Wade needed to be re- overturned. And since then, we have President Biden signing documentation to protect abortion. And then we've had <clears throat> the House sign documentation and um, suggest into law or is a law I'm not following as tight as I should be to protect contraceptive measures I'm going to tell you where my mind was when I heard this and why I could not record at that moment because I would have been yelling screaming and ranting and raving and I didn't want to do that My mind, when this happened, went stuck on stupid. Have you ever had your mind stuck on stupid? Let me explain what stuck on stupid is. Is that when your mind goes so blank that you can't even remember your name for a second. You're just talking like I'm talking right now. And all of a sudden you go, and and you don't have no words. And that's how I was when I first heard the news. And the second thing after I got from being stuck on stupid, the second thing that went through my mind was I freaking called it back in September on this very podcast. And I was begging people not to let this happen. Now, with this overturn, Um, at the time by the Supreme Court 
The next thing I hear from some senators' mouths on Twitter is that now we need to re- overturn um, same-sex marriages. Now we need to overturn... Um, one senator even went as far back as saying we need to in- overturn the integration of schools. What the fuck? Excuse my language, but what the fuck is he talking about? But with all these crazy, all this craziness, there's a lot of things they wanted to overturn. And as a woman, as a black woman in America, as it is, I feel, I feel them. I totally feel the anger that was brewing inside of me. And I was like, this is something I had spoken about months ago. And, and I believe in that very podcast, I said, we're reverting back to the days of slavery. And I really do feel that. And I, and it scares me because as a black woman in America with three K's, I am fearful that even though I have all this education and even though I'm doing a service to my, to the world, to my nation, to my people, to others, that we're reverting by, by back rather to basics of non-minority people to look at me for my color of my skin and tell me my worth. I just pause on that to give you a little moment to think. Sitting down, telling me my worth by the color of my skin, not by the contribution that I can give to society, but by the color of my skin. Now, I know this way of thinking have not gone anywhere, but with that being said, this way of thinking is not outlandish and to my face. I'm going to admit there are some closeted racists out there, even in the area that I live, right? There are racists that, I have to stop saying racists, but there are racist people, better, out there who don't understand what this means. This means twofold. And I think I covered it in September, but I'm going to break it down like this. Fold number one. The reversal of Roe versus Wade opens the door of reversing a lot of other laws that have made this country better without people realizing it. If you think of the contributions of this country by people by non-white people, if those contributions were never made, this country would never be what we are today. Now, when you reverse other laws, and make it impossible for people to contribute to society, your society goes down. 
Now, the right of abortion has more to do with, oh, a woman getting an abortion. And I, I feel sorry for those women who are conflicted and don't understand what these rights are. And why they're important. It has to go back to personal responsibility. Just like they said, personal responsibility. But why does it have to fall on the woman only? Because she has to carry the baby? So with the argument of men, I mean, women are being punished for being pregnant. Where are the men who get them pregnant? Now, if you're going to reverse Roe versus Wade, I'll be totally cool with you you making a national law that we all nickname the Pecker Law. You know what the Pecker Law is? Since you're saying life starts at the time of conception, that man is responsible for that woman and that baby. And that means he's financially responsible. So he starts paying child support at the moment that they conceived that baby even if he was like oh this was a one night stand she doesn't mean nothing to me guess what you're responsible responsibility should not lay at the feet of the woman alone it should lay at the feet of the couple now the other side of that um, argument with the pecker law is that in cases of rape and incest, abortion should not be banned. Abortion should be able to be granted. I'm thinking of that little 10-year-old girl who was raped by that 26-year-old man. And she had to go to another state to get the abortion. I will be praying for that 10-year-old for all my probably my entire life because and other 10 year olds and nine year olds that have to go through that as well because they never they never ask for a grown man to climb on top of them and rape them and that's what they're saying for the cases of incest and rape they're saying you are flaunting your goods and that's why you got raped and that is not the truth now the other fold of that is that when you are taking away the abortion rights, you're telling women that your contribution is not worth it and you are second-class citizens. Now, as an African-American woman in America, with three Ks, there are certain areas of my great nation that, and I use great in quotes, that I do feel like a second class citizen because of the color of my skin. But now I have to feel like a second class citizen because the sex I was born in. And that's not fair. You're making me feel like we're going back to the 50s. So let's, let's, let's rewind a little bit. So if we're going to go back to the 50s. And I'm a second class citizen and I've been working my whole entire life. And you're telling me the only thing I'm good at is keeping house and washing dishes and birthing babies. Then you need to give me a full time salary. And let's start with about $75,000 a year with full benefits. Yes, I said it starting at $75,000 a year because my brain, all that education that I have gotten, 
I am not hanging my degrees up by the kitchen sink while I wash my dishes and looking up to my degrees and say, oh, I went to school for this. I went to school for that. And here I am washing dishes and birthing babies barefoot at that. That is not my purpose. But with the role reversal of Roe versus Wade, that's what you're saying. And what hurts me the most is that who is leading this fight against abortion are women. And from what I read from the Times, none of them had an abortion. They know somebody had an abortion and they were sad behind it. I've had people in my life who've had an abortion. It was not a decision they took lightly. It was a decision that was hurtful and they pondered about it and they cried about it. I asked one of my friends after she had her abortion, is she sorry that she did it? And she had to pause. And she said, you know, I'm not sorry that I did it. I'm just sorry that I couldn't be a parent to it the way I wanted to. Now, this friend, I believe, got the abortion because she could not support a child and herself. That was her reasoning behind an abortion, which I totally understand. I totally understand that because that's the, one of the reasons why I didn't have a child earlier in life. My fear was I wanted to, to have, I wanted my child to have things that I did not have. And in order for me to do that was that I had to work and get these degrees and get, and get this education so I can get a better job to support that child. And that's the dream of most women. They don't just want to have a child. They want to make sure that child is good. They want to make sure that child is able to grow and do things that she was not able to do as a child. All of parenthood, besides bringing in another life and making that life better for yourself and that child, is to, to, in my eyes, to provide things that I was not able to do as a child that I want my child to experience. And many women who go down the route of having abortion outside of those who were raped and incest victims are thinking about, can I support this child the way I want to support this child? Can I have another child knowing that I have two other children? Or can, should I have another child when I have a child that is very, very problematic in medical needs? These are all things that women think about when they are pregnant. And the fact that that choice is taken away from us 
just because you feel that I shouldn't have that choice. It's disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. And what hurts me the most about this subject is once again, as a woman, another choice is being taken from me. So I have to ask the question, why? Why take these choices from me? What did I do to you that take the choice from me? So since you want to take choices from me, let's, let's, let's do spade to spade. Can I take your Viagra away and your Cialis and your blue pill and your blue chew? Can I give you vasectomies because I feel that you need the vasectomy? And as a woman who is garnering and, 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 and shouting for this, for this quote unquote trophy of banning abortions, I pray that you're never in the situation where you have to make a choice of whether your life is worth living in a very problematic and dangerous pregnancy. I pray that you never find yourself in a situation where you have to make a choice of having a child and living in a very respectful way. I pray that you're never sexually assaulted. I pray that you never have a child that has medical needs are so advanced that if you have another child, you know that child will not get the attention that it needs. I want you to marinate on that because there's more, I'm finding a lot of the women who are for or against rather abortion don't have any children. And they're older. I don't see a lot of young women championing this banner I see a lot of older white women saying abortion is bad and I don't even know where you get in this idea that abortion is bad I'm real I, I would really like to sit down with somebody who is for this and have them explain to me why they're for this and try to change my mind I mean, I'm not going to front. When I was younger, I was against it. And that's because I was a novice in the situation. I did not understand why it was important. All I heard was abortion, you're killing your baby. That's what I heard when I was younger. But once I learned about it, my question is those who are are against abortion, what have you learned? Or are you just going off of some, something what somebody told you? Let's be real. A lot of people who are take a stance against or for something don't know shit about the subject. They don't. They know somebody who went through it and decide, oh, they went through it and it was so hard for them. I'm against it. That's exactly what that woman in the Times was. She was like, oh, my cousin... Went had an abortion 
And she's sorry she had it. So now I'm against it. That's exactly what she said. Sum up in two sentences from the four or five paragraphs that was in that Times article. It's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. And when she said that, the first thing that ran through my head, I'm like, oh, she don't know nothing about the benefits of why abortion is available. And I bet you she hasn't even talked to her cousin about why she got the abortion. Because that wasn't even nowhere near that article. All it said was, oh, my family member, my cousin had an abortion and now she's sorry she had it. And it talks about the after effects of her cousin. She didn't go through it. I can understand that she went through it and she was against it. But she had never gotten through it. So the first, next question the person in the Times asked her, the reporter asked her was, do you have any children? And she said, no, but she was an older woman in her fifties talking about her cousin who had an abortion over 20 years ago. I don't know people. We're going to continue to live through this post Roe versus Wade world and pray that we can do what we have to do to make this better I don't know it's getting sick scarier and scarier out there (sighs) let's just try to love each other okay because the only way we're going to love each other is if we live not only love ourselves but start listening to others And stop making snap judgments without all the information. I want to thank you for joining me for another podcast. Another episode. Another episode. It's another one. (laughs) Of the Imperfectly Perfect podcast. I am your host, Asian K. You are more than welcome to hit me up. Hit me up, hit me up, hit me up on Twitter at Imperfect the Pod. That's I M P the word perfect the pod all together or at K of L D A. I look forward to conversing with you next time. Thank you and have a blessed one. <laughs>